Welcome to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio, brought to you by Visit Anderson, South Carolina, home of beautiful Lake Hartwell. The Rapala family of fishing products, including VMC hooks and 13 fishing rods, reels, and more, and the Bass Angler Sportsman Society. Now, here's your host, lifetime BASS member, Tom Abraham. Welcome to this week's episode of Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. I am Tom Abraham, your guide for the next hour as we feature the Bassmaster Elite Series and those looking to get into that exclusive group through the St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series and the up-and-comers on the Strike King Bassmaster College Series and the tens of thousands of Bass Nation anglers around the country competing on the local level, all with a chance to advance to the big leagues of professional fishing. Now, the Bass Nation operates youth, high school, and college programs, including a junior Bassmaster Championship, high school national championship, college national championship, and the college bracket event, leading to a Bassmaster Classic Perth. Our first cast segment of the show is brought to you by 13 Fishing, and we have a great deal for you right now. The Gerald Swindle Design Meta Series Rods and Inception G2 Reels are available at 13fishing.com, along with all their other great products and for a limited time you can get 20% off your entire order by using the discount code BASSRADIO20 that's BASSRADIO20 only at 13fishing.com now I fish these rods and reels myself and could not be happier get 20% off with the code BASSRADIO20 on the show today we visit with a guy who had to scramble late to make sure his spot on the elites was secure the affable maddie wong winner of the nation championship a couple of years ago he was flirting with that elite cut line but finished with a couple of top tens in his final four events to make sure that he was locked in we'll talk to him about the upcoming year today the st croix bassmaster open series will get things going in just a few weeks at lake okeechobee and when you are talking about the big o kobe krieger is an excellent resource out of elva florida and he knows the lake well we'll get a scouting report from him and set him up as well for this season Kobe is looking for a big bounce back year on the tour this year but in the open of the show today Matt Jensen joins us from Rapala VMC to discuss their new deal with Bassmaster and the Crush City line of plastics as well and speaking of VMC Matt joins us now on the VMC hook Matt welcome back to the show how are you I'm awesome, Tom. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's uh, it's great to have you guys on, and, and it's great to hear this past week of the exciting news that Rapala and VMC extending their deals with Bass. And let's start with uh, the the the, uh, the Crush City line and the Rapala Crush City Monster Bag Program uh, and uh, this year, and, and, and that sounds like it's going to be really exciting and a, and a great opportunity to promote the brand. Yeah, it certainly is. It's uh, it's the most exciting thing we have going on in our company right right now. Uh, launching Soft Plastics has been a a two year project, but partnering with Bass and uh, switching over our VMC Monster Bag program to the Rapala Crush City Monster Bag program is going to be really really exciting. It's impactful for all the anglers at every single level, and uh, there'll be the incentive program on the elites again for the the biggest bag of the tournament. Yeah, talk about that a little bit because that is a, that is a heck of an incentive, and and even in the classic, it's even more. I think seven thousand dollars in the classic, but but just talk about what that means that that Rapala Crush City Monster Bag Program. Yeah, we wanted to embrace when we came up with this program. We wanted to embrace the um, you know the accomplishment of having the biggest bag of the tournament for Bassmaster. So. Um, you know, some guys can have, you know, they go after century belts and they, you know, there's obviously big bass that's been out there with, you know, with other brands. And this was another way to, to show off how, and, and reward how difficult it is to beat the entire field with the biggest bag of the tournament. So it's a reminder every, every event when that big check gets up on stage and, um, tells all the other anglers who had the biggest bag. Yeah, no doubt about it. And we started seeing, you know, after uh, after ICAST last summer, we started seeing where some of the production was coming from with some of the pros. There was a lot of money won with that Crush City product line long before it was available to the public. And we started seeing them, you know, when you're watching various tournament circuits on TV and, and you'd see and you say, wait a minute, what is that? And then it turned out, well, that was, that was Crush City. Um, it, it went live in November or so to the public. How has it gone? How's the reception been since this product uh, hit the shelves for the general public? 
it it's been it's been flying and it's been super exciting we've got an all-star lineup of of anglers um just from from the elite side from our tournament anglers to to youtubers and other influencers um we've just put together uh an amazing lineup of of people that help give the testimony to the product and like you said it's been winning tournaments adam rasmussen won an open last year throwing that cleanup craw around everywhere i mean there's been a lot of highlights before we even launched the product so now you know the moment the moment it hit the shelves the freeloader um was out of stock <laughs> so we've uh we've been we've been chasing it and delivering delivering all over the country and we're excited for season to kick off freeloader has got so many options to it i mean you can use it as a spinnerbait trailer a chatterbait trailer which i love to use it as or by itself you know with a with a uh, with a jig head it's uh, it's amazing how versatile that bait has been it has been it's 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 turned into a whole new technique that's become the hottest technique, you know, in bass fishing. And uh, it's been fun to have a have a product on the initial launch that is so versatile in in so many ways. So um, I think every every angler in the off season has been practicing more ways to fish a bait like the freeloader, and uh, it's going to be exciting to see how that changes things. Uh, this season. Well, and the other thing about Rapala, Matt Johnson with us here from Rapala, the other thing about Rapala is the the diversity in the line now. I mean, all the way across the board, and of course, people that heard the opening of the show, that they know that this is the this is the 13 Fishing First Cast segment of the show as well, and, and you guys are a big part of 13 Fishing as well, and you got Kyle Welsher out there as the uh, winning the AOY using 13 rods and reels, so, you know, that's, a, that's an exciting thing as well, but there's also VMC, and it was the VMC Monster Bag last year, and uh, VMC gives up the monster bag to the Rapala Crush City monster bag, but you do extend with VMC as well with bass, and and we'll continue to promote uh, the tournaments uh, from the VMC side. Yeah, absolutely. We've got a uh, we've got some um, great ideas still to support VMC um, in the content that we create with Bassmaster, and we're still a supporting sponsor for the next three years. Mm-hmm. And the Redline series of hooks is also, you know, we do the VMC Redline on point. Uh, which is yeah. covered in live coverage every single tournament. It's a highlight that the guys in studio uh, show off for all the fans, and BMC's behind that. So we've still got a lot of a lot built into the into the program with Bassmaster, focusing around the Redline series and the innovative hooks that we've brought to market. So um, we are very diverse in in our portfolio of brands, and and thirteen is is also a you know one of the newest and hottest you know, in the news brands mm-hmm. that uh, we get to be a part of now. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And, of course, uh, listeners to Bassmaster Radio know that all our guests come on the show on the VMC hook as well. So uh, so that's a good thing. There's just so many different ways to promote these uh, tremendous products that come out of uh, out of Rapala. And, uh, of course, you guys have been a staple for the last few years in the fantasy fishing world with Rapala Fantasy Fishing. And, uh, I mean, just tens of thousands of fans involved in Rapala Fantasy Fishing and you know, who who would have thought 10 years ago that fantasy fishing for bass would take off the way it has taken off, but it has been something that's been extremely popular as well. And again, another great thing to have uh, the Rapala name attached to. Yeah, we we love that partnership on the fantasy fishing side. Uh, we get a pool going here at our office mm. and uh, have everybody in our company be a part of it. All of our reps are a part of it. Um, it, I know even all the folks at, at Bassmaster at their corporate office, they do the same thing. It's just, it's fun and engaging for, for the fans and our industry. And um, our whole goal was if we grow fantasy fishing, we get more people engaged in the sport of bass fishing. So we're excited to continue that, um, that three-year partnership. And the prizes are amazing. You know, yeah. we give away thousands of dollars of products because we have 20 winners every single event. Uh, Bass Pro Shops um, does a major cash prize every event and uh, and at the end of the season. And this year we did change. The grand prize winner is actually going to win a trip to the Classic. So wow. um, they're going to get interviewed on stage with uh, Ronnie Moore and Davey Height and get to meet meet Davey, a Classic winner. And so it's going to be a pretty amazing uh, grand prize winner for who, for someone who takes home that trophy. 
Yeah, there's no doubt about it. You know, here at Bassmaster Radio, we do a Beat Bassmaster Radio group as well. And when we first started it like two or three years ago, um, we had like 200 people in a group. And we thought, oh, this is nice. This is a nice little group. We got 200 people. Last year, we had sure. over 1,000. Over 1,000 people. Did you jo- really? jo- yeah, joined our group last year. And, uh, you know, it was it, it was amazing. And, and folks will have that opportunity again this year. And we send prize packages out uh, as well every week to the high point getter from uh, all of our sponsors. And that means Rapala and 13 Fishing and VMC uh, prizes are in the prize package that they get from the radio show as well. So it's kind of neat to be able to do that. And it is, it is, you're right. I mean, there are people that were playing fantasy fishing that weren't fishermen that just were fantasy sports players. And then, oh, this is another way to play fantasy. And the next thing you know, they're watching the tournament and now they want to go out on a lake and fish and buy those products. So that's, uh, it all kind of ties together. Yeah, it's a it, it's super engaging, and I and I think it just it brings a lot of excitement to the tournaments and more reason to watch and watch live and keep an eye on Bass Track, and uh, so we're excited to continue to grow it. I think uh, you know we're getting up up over that forty forty five thousand mark of of mm-hmm. players, and I think if uh, the number one thing is if we could continue to remind everybody to set their lineup before tournaments the the more fun it is go ahead and get set up now Uh, you can get your 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 team set up anyway and get set up and ready to go for when the first tournament comes because it won't be long now that's for sure matt jensen has been our guest from rapala matt appreciate you appreciate the support not only of bassmaster radio of what you're doing with bass as well and uh just keep up the good work over there we can't wait to see the next thing that's coming out of the uh rapala offices Hey, appreciate having us on. I always love uh, talking to you, and we're excited for 2024 season. Right, thank you. That's Matt Jensen. A great job there. All right, when we return, Matty Wong will join us. He's up next right here on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro, Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. Five fish for 22 pounds even, becoming a two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year. Hi, I'm Gerald Swindle, Bassmaster member. I don't care if I'm in California, Oregon, or France. If I see a bass sticker in a window of a truck or a car, I got something in common with that person. Why don't you come join me and you be a member? Get these free gifts when you join today, a $50 value. Go to Bassmaster.com slash join and become a member of America's leading bass fishing organization. Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Gerald Swindle, had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. The result is the metal line of rods and the Inception G2 line of reels designed to the exacting standards of the G-Man. This is the same gear Gerald bagged over 100 pounds of fish with at Lake Fork last season. Look for them this spring. The 2024 St. Croix Bassmaster Open Series is set to be the biggest ever. From increased payouts for the pros to Bassmaster Live coverage of Championship Saturday for all nine events, the 2024 season promises to be great. The top nine EQ anglers will once again punch their ticket to the Elite Series, and event winners earn a berth in the 2025 Academy Sports and Outdoors Bassmaster Classic, providing they fish to three events in a given division. And for co-anglers, this is the best value in all of fishing. $475 to fish two days with a pro, and you are 
are competing only against other co-anglers for a tremendous prize purse as well. Registration is now open, but you have to act fast to get your spot locked in. This year's schedule will take anglers from Florida to Minnesota and many great destinations in between. Plus, the off-limits restriction has been reduced to two weeks, so you don't have to lose much time on your home waters. For more information on the St. Croix Bassmaster Open schedule and registration, plus payouts and other key information, just visit Bassmaster.com and click on the tournament tab and then select Opens. See you on the water. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, a chance to talk to a dude. We met this guy a couple of years ago when, uh, you know, he he won the... uh, uh, the nation and uh, became an elite series uh, angler fished in a classic a couple of years ago as well and saw a lot of bodies of water for the first time and this is a californian who was born in hawaii cut his teeth bass fishing out there in hawaii got a great personality he's got everything going for him and uh, and finished like a train last year to make sure he secured his spot on the elites he is of course maddie wong maddie welcome back to the show man how are you Hey, Tom. How's it going, bud? Thanks for having me. We haven't talked since uh, the Sabine when you finished top three. And uh, and I remember at that point in time, it had been a grind for you to open the season. I mean, you had a bunch of finishes that were, you know, down in the 80s. And, and you started worrying about that cut line. And the next thing you know, boom, you came out of nowhere. And, uh, you know, you, you, you and Brock Mosley sharing some water. It was, it was a very interesting tournament the way it went. But you ended up finishing third at the Sabine and and then that led you to another top 10 finish later on and uh, to make sure that you secured your spot. Yeah, no, that's, that's for sure. It's been a a second since we talked and yeah, talking about a hell of a run for the last bit of the season, man, Uh, cutting it a little closer than I'd like to, (laughs) but you know, it was, um, it was, it was cool on how it all kind of unfolded for me. Yeah, you know, and, we, and one of the storylines with you as we've talked to you over the last couple of years is new waters. I mean, these all are pretty much new waters for you, um, you know, uh, you, you know, fishing all of the southeast and, and into New York. Had you had any experience before in Plattsburgh and Clayton before you came to the elites? Because, um, you know, really it was those last two tournaments that pushed you above that magic 70 number to make sure that you stayed on the elites. Yeah, for sure. No, I I actually I have I've had zero. <laughs> so it was it's uh it's kind of neat to to be able to go out there and um you know, taking what I learned last year um or like uh, let me say in, in 2022 and then applying it uh you know, for 2023 season uh, really helped out a lot. I I learned a lot that first year. And like you said, just, you know, a bunch of new bodies of water and um you know, now and for the for the listeners out there that don't really know too much about my story, like I, I came from a place where I only had a certain limited amount of rods. I only had one rigging gas tank and a and an old 150 Yamaha. So mm-hmm. I didn't have all the bells and whistles of uh, you know all the all the tackle in my dispensal uh, in my dispense. And so I had to really learn how to condense back to you know my 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 main tools uh, my first year. So it. It, it was uh, really monumental to kind of go through that working process to figure out what works for me and and, and when I, I had all these different tools at my fingertips. And so last year I was able to kind of streamline that even more and um, kind of incorporating a similar technique that now I use on breaking down new bodies of water and when I go about my research. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's, uh, I, I, you know, I was able to get on the water in Champlain um, in 22 before um, – you know, before that, that, that whole deal. And, um, Mm -hmm. I wasn't able to really find anything. None of the things that I, I went and looked at and saw in pre-practice, uh, came into play for me during the tournament. Does it give you confidence though, that you were able to come up in the clutch like that, uh, you know, at the St. Lawrence last year, I mean, uh, two years ago in your first year on a tour, you were 78 in that tournament out of Clayton, New York, you know, right, right there at the, at the lake. Now you turn around last year with everything on the line and you finished ninth. I mean, does that, uh, does that give you a little bit of a boost that, you know what, I can do this. I can hang with these guys. Oh, for sure. And you know, whenever you get a great finish against a, a star studded cast that we got, uh, fishing against it's, it's, it just make, it makes me humble and smile, you know, yeah. and, uh, I, and, uh, and I, I do at this point in my career know I can hang with the rest of them. And now I got my eyes on a blue trophy. So that's kind of my goal for this year. Uh, I, I know I've now kind of broken that glass ceiling, um, you know, sneaking in the top 10. And now mm-hmm. I know what it takes to get there and, and the mental space that you got to, 
to kind of remain in when you're in the high stress situation. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just a huge learning curve and, you know, just trying to enjoy it and have fun all along the way. Cause you know, it's, the road can get lonely mm. and uh, a lot of guys that are envious of the job, it's a, uh, it's one thing to view it from one side, but then to get the, the actual upfront driver's seat view is, is an, is another. But, um, you know, yeah. like I said, it's, it's been, it's been, it's been a wild ride. <laughs> yeah. Maddie Wong with us here. Uh, you're, you're an eclectic guy. I mean, you're, you're a musician, you're an actor, you've, you've been, you've done a lot of different things. Be honest now, some of them all lonely nights, you know, you're out there on the road, it's late in the season. You, you had those early season struggles and, and even after orange, you know, it, it didn't go great for you at St. Clair. Uh, did you think about what am I going to do if this doesn't work out? You know, I mean, were you thinking, you know, I'll, I'll go fish no, yeah. the opens and do it through the EQs. I'm going to go be a guide. I'm going to go be an actor. What were you thinking about, you know, just in case well, you lost your spot on the elites? Uh, for the, for, for the listeners out there that don't know, um, I do run a YouTube channel um, mm. where I, I do a weekly blog and um, you know, whether it's tournament bass fishing or bull trout fishing up in British Columbia or, you know, just, or back in home in Hawaii, catching mahi mahi from the back of my 13 foot whaler. It's a, I, I, I like to entertain. And for me, it's always been a dream of mine to have my own fishing show. So yes, the reality of getting things in line for the, for the next stage in life, mm-hmm. um, was eminent. And I didn't want to be, um, you know, ignorant to the, the possibilities. So I, I, I plan for both. And so it's, a uh, it's definitely a blessing to be able to get back and, and give her another shot in the elites and, and just keep trying to build my brand and my platform. And, um, I, I think that, uh, my, my, my time in California and Los Angeles and, and as an actor and all that, I think that that's a, that's a chapter that, um, I'll always be grateful for. Um, but moving forward, I think I really found, uh, the home that, you know, if you can say, uh, mm-hmm. where, where, I, where I want to, continue on my legacy and it's definitely in the fishing world well i, I think the trajectory is uh, outstanding and, and again you know we, we're not going to worry about the 70 line this year we're going to worry about the 40 line make the classic go after a blue trophy you know all of those things like you say uh it, it's the next step in your career now you mentioned you know rods and reels and the, and the boat that you were fishing out of was a you know 15 year old boat with an old 150 on it and all of that um what about the electronic side of things? What had, what was your experience with electronics? And now we are so electronic driven with this forward facing mm-hmm. sonar and multiple forward facing sonars. And this one's on this yeah. uh, aspect and this one's on that. You know, w- w- talk to me about your learning curve on that type of stuff, because it seems like you got to be really good with it to, to compete at, you know, this day and age. And you probably didn't see any of it until the last couple of years. That's completely true. I mean, I, I never had even side scan on my previous boat with mapping. I, mm-hmm. I would map off of my, my phone. Wow. <laughs> uh, my, I only had one, uh, I had a, you know, like a seven inch unit that just did 2d down and, uh, and, and water temp up front. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, you know, to, to be able to get all the new, new technology and to spend time with all of it, you know, with the everything from like the 360 to the different mounts and the forward facing, um, you know, it was a big adjustment because I think you get, you get so drawn into, uh, your fishing style without it. And then when you start utilizing it, you realize what works and what doesn't work. And a lot of times that is the hardest transition period is when you're learning it. And, uh, I'm very old school when it comes to electronics. I mean, for those who don't know, I, I mean, I won the Bass Nation deal without any graphs, essentially, and uh, just reading the bank and you know fishing by instinct. And so it's been it's been a challenge for me that the 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 new forward facing thing is 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 here. It, I do see it as a tool. Uh, do I feel like it should be limited um, and restricted to a certain level? Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know, I'm just one person. And, uh, but I, I, the cool thing is, is that with the new technology, um, I, you know, it's something that I always try to persevere over, uh, adapt and then overcome. And yeah. so with, with the, with the, the forward facing deal, it was something that I fought for a while and it took me about a year to actually kind of, you know what, I, I got to start using it. And, um, and you know, by the end of the year, last year, I feel like I've 
I'm pretty confident with it now and, and have fi- figured out how to incorporate it into my fishing style yeah. without having to fully lock into it. Cause the bean, I did, I wasn't really using it there, but then, you know, for the last three events, it was like a pretty forward facing, you know, yeah. but you needed to going yeah. on up there. Absolutely. Ne- needed but, to do it. I, I'm one of those guys that's hopeful that all you guys will be out there forward facing and that'll leave the show. You know, maybe they'll start, uh, we start uh, beating the bank a little bit more in the shallow water and I, I, that's where I live, you know, so I'm, I'm, I've got yeah, three, I mean, I've got 360, but I hope so. I've got 360. I still don't have the forward facing and I'm, I'm more of the Greg Hackney, John Cox type guy. You know what I mean? I want to be shallow and I'm like, you know what? Leave the shallow fish alone for us and you guys can all go chase those schools out there and we'll see how it works out. Maddie Wong has been our guest. Maddie, it's going to be a big year. I'm feeling it for you. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, I'm looking forward to seeing you uh, more top tens and getting yourself locked into Classic 2025. Um, I appreciate you taking a few minutes with us, and we wish you the best of luck for this upcoming season. Thank you, Tom. I like I always say, man, it's a pleasure talking with you, and I always enjoy always enjoy just uh, being able to to talk story, as we'd say in Hawaii. And uh, you know, I really appreciate it. I I hope this is my year. All right, man. Thank you. That's Matty Wong. Tremendous job by him. All right, we'll get a break in here. When we come back, Kobe Krieger, he knows Okeechobee about as good as anybody. Struggled last year there in an elite event, but he'll set us up for it, do a little scouting uh, uh, look at it for us for the St. Croix Bassmaster Open that will be there coming up at the end of the month. We'll do that next on Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT series, the Brat Square Bells, and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, terminator spinner baits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com and start catching more fish. Tom Abraham here for my friend Brian Hamaker and his team at North Alabama Mortgage. Look, buying a home is the biggest purchase you will make in your life, and it can be a bit intimidating, so you want people that can help walk you through the mortgage process and get you the best deal possible. That's what North Alabama Mortgage does, and they do it in Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida, from first-time purchases to refis, conventional, VA, FHA, and USDA loans. They have the solution at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamaMortgage.com to to learn more. That's NorthAlabamaMortgage.com. There's so much to do, see, and experience in Anderson, South Carolina. Plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to Lake Hartwell, boating, fishing, hike and bike the nearby trails, experience some history, and after, enjoy the numerous restaurants, shops, and experiences Anderson has to offer. Visit Green Pond Landing right there on Lake Hartwell. Perfect launch point for pleasure boating, fishing, kayaking, or just a nice walk beside the water. Come see why Anderson is called South Carolina's Bright Spot. Check it out at visitanderson.com. That's visitanderson.com. John Cruz and Missile Bates have done it again. This time they have teamed with Hog Farmer Bates to bring you the Spunk Shad. This bait can be fished like a swim bait or as a trailer on your favorite bladed jig. And now they are available from Missile Bates. Also new this year is the Magic Worm, which did some serious damage on tour last year. They could just call that one the Moneymaker. Missile Bates is also home to the classic D-Bomb, the Baby D-Bomb, the Quiver Worm, and one of my favorites, the Destroyer and Baby Destroyer. Go to MissileBaits.store to learn more. That's Missile Bates. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. And, of course, the first uh, major event of the year is coming up at the St. Croix Bassmaster Open. It'll be fished at Lake Okeechobee. Of course, the elites fished there last year in an event that uh, that was interesting and exciting. There was no doubt about it. It was some great TV that came out of that deal. Um, but if you're talking about Lake Okeechobee, if you're going to do a scouting report, on Lake Okeechobee, one of the best guys to talk to is Kobe Krieger. Um, you know, he works there, runs a marine department over there at Roland Martin Marina. And this tournament's going out of Clewiston, as opposed to the Elite Series uh, last year that went out of Okeechobee up at the north end of the lake. Uh, he joins us now on a VMC hook to talk about and set up this tournament. Uh, Kobe, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh man, I'm I'm doing good and. I'm, uh getting the fishing is obviously to go fishing in 2024 so it's a good thing to get it started off on talking about lake Okeechobee. yeah you know and i bet you are looking at it you want to kind of wash the season from last year 
Uh, you just never got going for you last year, it seemed like. And, uh, you, you know, had a good tournament at Lay Lake, but it was just kind of a tough go starting right there on your home waters of uh, Lake Okeechobee. It just didn't seem to be you could ever get it going. And uh, I would imagine looking for a big bounce back here this year. Yeah, you know, last year was, was a disappointment. And, the, and the, like you said, my best finish of the year was at Lay Lake. Mm-hmm. And out of all the places we went last year, that was the only place that I'd never been in my, you know, <laughs> 30 years of fishing. So it's actually pretty funny. Um, you know, I was looking to, looking forward last year to getting things kicked off with a decent finish at Okeechobee. And it was actually, it was just a basic, a bomb. But uh, the way Lake Okeechobee fishes now isn't really keen to my ways of fishing. So, you know, I sort of got started off on the wrong foot, dug myself a huge hole and. uh, Never dug my way out, obviously, throughout the year. You mentioned that at Okeechobee. Is, is at a place like Okeechobee, can, can you have almost too much knowledge? I mean, is it, you know, fishing history there where, where it, it, it almost changes so often? And, of course, we saw, it, you know, one up in the Kissimmee River. Who would even think of something like that? But uh, that's where Tyler Rivette went uh, to, to catch, uh, uh, you know, uh, food, and he ends up winning the tournament. Um, is sometimes history work against you at a place like Okeechobee? Well, I mean, it, it definitely has places that you know is are notorious for victories and big bags of fish or whatever and the bad thing about that is those are the type of places that i don't really like to fish because if that's history there's going to be a lot of boats there and lake okeechobee is very well known for fishing in crowds and if you're not fishing in the crowd you're probably going to end up towards the bottom of the list you know the only person not fishing in the crowd was tyler rivet so it's either you're going to win or you're going to be at the bottom if you're not in a crowd. And that was basically, you know, he was fishing by himself. And, you know, last year I basically fished by myself for two days, and I was at the other end of the spectrum. So, you know, history plays a big part of it. There's certain areas of the lake that are always going to pay off. You just got to be patient not and not look around because you're going to see a lot of people catching fish, and you may not be catching fish for, you know, for a while. But, you know, in 30 minutes here, you can get well in a hurry. And, and jump way up the leaderboard for sure. No doubt about it. Um, talk to me about, you know, the the what the expectations are in this deal. The water is still high, I understand, right? I mean, it was very high last year. That was the story that, that it was high water, and it seems to be this lake continues to be three or four feet higher than, you know, what would be normal pool. Is that correct? Yeah, that's, well, of normal pool in, in years previous, yes. Normal pool of going forward, I think it's maybe – a foot higher than what they want at the present time. But yeah, it's definitely the water's been high. It's been high all year long. It's never receded. Um, so they got a lot of vegetation kill off. Um, the lakes, you know, fishing a lot smaller because of that. Cause you know, you got a lot more dirty water places when the wind blows. So it's, it's definitely going to be a little bit of a uh, different tournament. You know, the open's going to have 225 boats. Our elite tournament only had a hundred mm-hmm. and heck in, in our elite tournament, I think, you know, we had half the field fishing basically one area, if I'm not mistaken. So it's going to be it's going to be a uh, busy, busy, you know, couple of days fishing for the open guys for sure. Is this nature that has caused this lake to be so high for this long a period of time, or is this the core? You know, and they're they're just holding the water back. And 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 if it is there, why are they doing that? What what is educate us as to why they're not sending more water down the Caloosahatchee River? Well, we don't. I don't really have enough time to educate anybody, but it's a hundred and fifty percent the Army Corps of Engineers. Okay. It's a political deal with the Army Corps of Engineers and a group of people that got a lot more money on on the coast, and, not, and it's not the West Coast. Uh, and so, but it's just a group of people that they got a lot of money. They they. They say the lake is toxic, the water's no good, so on and so forth, which is 100% BS. And, you know, they fixed the dike. They spent millions and millions and millions of dollars in the last three or four years fixing the dike because it was a it was for storms because they didn't want the dike to break during storms, blah, blah, blah. Well, lo and behold, they get the dike fixed up and secured up, and guess what? Here comes the water. Now we're going to raise the water. Mm. So it went from being a, a, it went from being like 12 and a half foot 
to 14 and a half or 12 and a half to 15 and a half foot. Now that's what the pool always used to be. When they got to 15 and a half foot, they started letting out the water, you know, east coast, west coast, down, you know, just to get rid of it. Well, now since the dike is good and the, and there's a lot of people on the one side of the state complaining about the water, which no water goes to the east anymore anyway, so I don't even know why they're complaining. Um, now they've changed the, the thing from 12 and a half to 15 and a half to 15 and a half to 18. Feet. Oh my gosh. So the lake is literally sitting here dying in front of us, and there's a huge, huge part of people that don't give one rip about that. How, so is, how is it in? Good. How has it impacted uh, tourism? Because this was always a destination place. I mean, my folks moved to Southwest Florida in 1978, yep. and I, I've been fishing that lake you know, every time I go down there for years and years. And um, But it was always a place. It was a dream place. You know, let's go to the Big O. We're going to go fish down there at Okeechobee. That's just one of those places. Has it affected the tourism yet? Because we still see big bags you know, caught in some of these tournaments. We hear reports of some really big bags. No, I mean, and the, the, the fishing is still okay. I mean, there's obviously days where you're going to catch big, big bags of fish, but it's just what's happening is the filtration of the lake with the water being high, with no sun penetrating through the, to the water for vegetation to grow. When the wind blows from one end to the other, it's ripping up cattails, it's ripping up vegetation because the lake was never meant to be this high. So you're losing vegetation whether it's cattails or whatever, on a daily basis, the the water's been so high all year, There's you don't have much submerged vegetation. I think at the last um, reading that I saw that there was like 3,000 or 3,500 acres of submerged vegetation in the whole entire lake, which wow. years ago was 35 or 40,000 acres of submerged vegetation. I mean, so the lake footprint is changing daily um obviously there's still a bunch of big fish in the lake you know down here in Clewiston, you know we're on the back side of the lock so now the lock is operational so we you know we lose a little bit of business because people don't want to come down here to go through the lock to go fishing so they're going to go put in a hardy pond or belgrade or somewhere like that just because that way they put in and they go fishing well here you you know you sort of got to go through a lock which messes up a lot of things you know but it's the lake is still good. The fish are still biting, but it's if, if you know what's going on with the lake, which, I mean, I've been down here now for over 25 years, mm -hmm. the, the lake's headed in the wrong direction. Um, you know, when we try to keep voicing our opinion and our concerns and, and uh, just basically falling on deaf ears, to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. Kobe Krieger with us here from Alva, Florida, is where he lives. It's uh, on the Caloosahatchee River between uh, Lake Okeechobee and the uh, and the West Coast side there, and always was a lot of fishing in that in that uh, in that river as well. I remember going up there. You know, you get on the other side of the uh, what was it, the Franklin Lock, and uh, and there were a lot of tournaments that used to fish in the river themselves. I don't know what that's been like these days. No, the, the fishing in the Kutashi is good. Obviously, it's not like a Kachobi, but it's good. I mean, there's water flow in there. And like you said, above the Franklin Lock, there's basically three locks between the lake and, and when it goes off into the Kutashi Bay and then obviously into the Gulf of Mexico. So, no, yeah. there's all kinds of fish in there. There's snook, there's jack trevelles, there's bass, there's manatees. It's, I mean, it's actually a pretty lively fishery, you know, from Moorhaven all the way to the Gulf, to be mm. honest with you. Hmm. All right, we're going to take a short break. We'll come back with more with Kobe Krieger. We'll talk about techniques, uh, not only um, specific to Okeechobee for this time of year and what we're looking at in a couple of weeks, but also just a general uh, Florida fishing techniques. Those of you that are going to Florida and going to hit uh, some of the great fisheries in Florida and what are some of the best ways to tackle these fish. These are, these are fish that react um very much to to weather patterns and uh, we'll get his thoughts on that as well it's all coming up right here on phoenix boats bass master radio on the bass master radio network 
At Phoenix Boats, everyone has a passion for bass fishing. From the founder and Elite Series Pro Gary Klaus, down to the guy who affixes the final decal. Gary says, this passion has shaped our lives and it has brought about many of the fishing features that you see on the Phoenix today. Our goal is to make every boat that goes out the door the best fishing platform it can be in both design and construction for our customers. When I toured the plant, it was clear that Phoenix uses only the highest quality materials and that the craftsmanship was second to none. I'm Tom Abraham, and I too run a Phoenix boat and am extremely proud to carry the Phoenix logo on my gear. I've known Gary Klaus since he started the company, and what he, Teresa Johnson, and the rest of the team at Phoenix Boats have created is truly remarkable. The highest quality boats, built by anglers for anglers. This isn't just a saying, it's a passion at Phoenix. View the entire lineup at phoenixboats.com and get started on yours today. Take it from me, it's time to experience the Phoenix difference. Hey gang, Tom Abraham here for my friends at 13 Fishing. I can't tell you how excited I was to learn that two-time Bassmaster Angler of the Year, Gerald Swindle, had teamed up with the crew at 13 Fishing to build the ultimate rod and reel series that combines quality with a price point that works for all. The result is the metal line of rods and the Inception G2 line of reels designed to the exacting standards of the G-Man. This is the same gear Gerald bagged over 100 pounds of fish with at Lake Fork last season. Look for them this spring. John Cruz and Missile Bates have done it again. This time they have teamed with Hog Farmer Bates to bring you the Spunk Shad. This bait can be fished like a swim bait or as a trailer on your favorite bladed jig. And now they are available from Missile Bates. Also new this year is the Magic Worm, which did some serious damage on tour last year. They could just call that one the Moneymaker. Missile Bates is also home to the classic D-Bomb, the Baby D-Bomb, the Quiver Worm, and one of my favorites, the Destroyer and Baby Destroyer. Go to MissileBaits.store to learn more. That's MissileBaits.store. Tom Abraham here for my friend Brian Hamaker and his team at North Alabama Mortgage. Look, buying a home is the biggest purchase you will make in your life, and it can be a bit intimidating, so you want people that can help walk you through the mortgage process and get you the best deal possible. That's what North Alabama Mortgage does, and they do it in Alabama, Tennessee, and Florida, from first-time purchases to refis, conventional, VA, FHA, and USDA loans. They have the solution at North Alabama Mortgage. Visit NorthAlabamaMortgage.com to learn more. That's NorthAlabamaMortgage.com. There's so much to do, see, and experience in Anderson, South Carolina. Plan your next outdoor adventure with a visit to Lake Hartwell, boating, fishing, hike and bike the nearby trails, experience some history, and after, enjoy the numerous restaurants, shops, and experiences Anderson has to offer. Visit Green Pond Landing right there on Lake Hartwell. Perfect launch point for pleasure boating, fishing, kayaking, or just a nice walk beside the water. Come see why Anderson is called South Carolina's Bright Spot. Check it out at visitanderson.com. That's visitanderson.com. Rapala is one of the most respected names in all of the fishing industry. The finest balsa wood baits with the best action, the DT series, the Brat Square Bells, and the Shad Wrap are all legendary. But did you know that Rapala also makes high-quality rain gear and every kind of fishing accessory you can imagine? Plus, under the Rapala family of brands, you'll find VMC hooks and terminal tackle, suffix mono, fluoro, and braided lines, terminator spinnerbaits, jigs, and frogs, plus the Storm Arashi line of baits. Learn more at Rapala.com. That's Rapala.com. And start catching more fish. Welcome back to Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. Now, here's your host, Tom Abraham. And welcome back, Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio. We're visiting with Kobe Krieger out of Elva, Florida, just down the road a bit from Lake Okeechobee. He works there at Roland Martins Marina, so he knows an awful lot about what's going on on Lake Okeechobee. And uh, Kobe, this tournament is coming up now at the end of the month. Um, give us a little scouting report on, on on what things have been looking like here, what this uh, winter has been like so far, and are these fish going to be moving up uh, or already on the spawn by the time we get to that uh, last week, that first that first weekend of February, really? Well, I, I think, you know, it's been a, a cold. I mean, I'll say a colder, wetter winter than normal. Um, but I can tell you what, the last... Just last weekend, um, on Sunday, it took 33, over 33 pounds to win the tournament. The day before, it took north of 27 to win the tournament. And there were several, still several bags up over 20 pounds in both events. So, you know, it, and even with the weather as cold as it was last weekend, the fishing, or the fish catching, we'll say, was actually pretty good. You got a lot of good quality, I'm going to say, five to eight pound fish being caught you know, every day or every weekend at all these tournaments. So 
I I'm pretty confident that, that it's going to take over 60 pounds, maybe near 65, 66 pounds to win that open event uh, coming up at the end of the month. So it's going to be one of these deals where somebody is going to land on them and then it might drop dramatically by the time you get to the, to the check cut line at 40, you know, it may be a totally different deal. I mean, we have people, it sounds like people will be out there. Somebody is going to catch 26, 27, 28 pounds. And then a bunch of guys are going to f- catch six pounds. Right. Well, we've had, you know, we're here at the Roland Martin Marine Center. We have a, a team trail and every term so far this year to, to get a check is taken over 15 pounds. And we normally pay, you know, somewhere 20, 22 places out of a hundred and, either 190 or 130 boats, depending on, you know, what it is. So, you know, it's taken north of 15 pounds every time we had our championship back in December. It took it took 17 pounds a day for two days to get a check. So there's – and what it seems to be is everyone's got at least one quality, if not two quality bass in their bag. And I'll say quality, I'm going to say five-plus pounders. So you get a couple five-pounders and finish out your limit, you're going to have – you're going to have 15 pounds. So the key at Okeechobee, and it's always been when you go to in Florida anywhere, not just Okeechobee, you catch your two good ones and finish out your limit, you're going to be right there where you need to be to get a check. Um, lots of lots of 12 to 14 and a half, 15 inch bass in this lake. Um, you know, so there's shouldn't have a problem catching fish. They just got to catch the right ones. So talk to me about how things have changed technique-wise with this high water and less vegetation. I mean, I guess I'm sure there are places you can still find vegetation and still be in there flipping and doing all the traditional things that you do in Florida. But it seems like, you know, with more open water that that, that there are different techniques that are in play now. Um, you know, give us a little scouting report on how you would be attacking this lake. 100%. You're going to be – you're going to have the the – Jackhammer, the Z-Man chatterbait jackhammer is going to play a big, big role, um, especially if it's a little colder. That's going to be, play a big role. If it's warmer, a uh, swim jig will play a bigger role than a jackhammer. Um, if it's real cold, you know, you're going to be – a lot of people will be throwing a gambler, you know, six-inch ace or five-inch ace, just, you know, dead sticking in the, in the dead vegetation or scattered vegetation that's all around. Um but it'll be, you know, there's still stuff in the water. It's just a lot more spread out. So that's why more of a chunk and wine, chatterbait, swim jig, speed worm of some kind or another um, retrieved slower. You know, the colder it is, the slower you retrieve, the faster it is. You're going to retrieve a little bit faster back to the boat. So it'll be, uh, uh, it'll, and the flipping part of it, like you said, you know, there's not a lot of heavy matted vegetation around anymore there's you can still find it it's just not as prevalent as it used to be so if it gets real cold you get lucky you pull up to the right mat you never know you might get well in five drops mm-hmm. so i shouldn't be going back and looking at uh old uh, scott martin and rolla martin uh, uh shows from back in the day though when they're all packed into reeds and and those and there's nothing but grass everywhere yeah that's you it's You'll a, think they they were on a totally different lake for sure. So that's not no doubt about it. Not going to find that. Um, are there other areas that are in play now? I mean, I, I always I remember back in the day running the Rim Canal a lot and uh, and and saying, why does anybody ever stop and fish any of this? Um, and we know wind is always a big factor there. You know that that lake is so shallow and so wide open that if that wind's coming out of the wrong direction, it it it, it changes everything. Um, but you do have all of that Rim Canal and all of those backwater. Uh, to get to it. Do you think any of that will be in play in this uh, deal? The the colder the weather and the nastier the weather, that kind of stuff comes into play more. Um, the only bad thing about it is if the, if the lake is doing what Lake Okeechobee is supposed to be doing, you can't compete there for the win as you, you know, can in the lake. But that's why I said if the lake's nasty, if the wind's blowing, that's when you see those canals or rim ditches. That's when they shine is when you really can't fish very well on the lake. Yeah, Colby Krieger with us here. All right, before I let you go, uh, just taking a look forward as to the upcoming season, uh, you guys will be off to Texas to get things started at Toledo Bend and Lake Fork, and then you make the Florida swing, Harris Chain, St. John's River, um, You know, then off to Lake Murray, and then two in Alabama, two in New York. Do you like the flow of the way they've set this uh, schedule up? 
Yeah, everything seems to be pretty good. The only the only flaw I see in the whole thing is when we go to when we go to Alabama. You know, we're at Wheeler Lake, and then after Wheeler Lake, we all have to leave the state of Alabama for seven days, and then seven days later we come back. Mm-hmm. So the the flow of it's really good, minus the Alabama trip. Um, but I, I like going and fishing too, and coming back home, and you know, going and and fishing too and coming back home i think that's a you know especially nowadays with how every all the economics and stuff are works out pretty good um less you know less back and forth home to a tournament yeah um obviously how last year went i'm pretty fired up to get started yeah. next year so and uh you know we'll see what happens and I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it and and uh, actually got a lot better attitude, I think, going into it this year than I did last year, to be honest with you. Well, you know, in between Wheeler and Smith Lake, there's always, you know, you can't you can't not have a tournament going on over at uh, Gunnersville. You could always slide over there. So, you know, spend a couple of weeks there and uh, slide over to Gunnersville and fish something over there. I'm sure there's some money you can make there. Or at least, <laughs> or at least go catch some big ones anyways. <laughs> anyways, yeah, just go over it. Well, the good thing about fishing Smith Lake uh, June 27th through the 30th, being being somebody that lives over here in, uh, in that North Alabama, Southern Tennessee area, the good thing about Lewis Smith Lake uh, June 27th through the 30th, you won't have to worry about many pleasure boats around. Except for oh, yeah, every, except for everywhere. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, you may not be able to find a place at the ramp if you get there after seven thirty. So we won't be because of fishermen. The week before Fourth of July, I wonder who was thinking about. Hey, let's go to Smith Lake the week before Fourth of July. That ought to be nice. We'll see. Yeah, that was. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if they could. They could go back and reschedule something already. It's way too late, but. By golly, that would be a great one to reschedule, I can tell you that. Well, there'll be a lot of cover because there'll be pontoon boats everywhere. So you can fish under existing pond, anchored pontoon boats where people are, they got the, they, they'll have that, uh, uh, the Redneck Yacht Club floating around out there. And you can just find one of those and fish underneath them, I guess. That'd be crazy. That would be absolutely crazy. Kobe Krieger has been our guest. Kobe, we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for the uh, scouting report on Okeechobee. We'll see you there. I guess you'll be over there at uh, at uh, Roland Martins Marine, and we'll be running that tournament out of there, uh, the Open here, coming up in just a couple of weeks, and uh, and we'll look forward to seeing you out on tour as well. Hey, thanks, and thanks for giving me a call, and everybody be safe, and we'll see you in a few weeks. All right, thank you. There you go. Uh, Kobe Krieger out of Elva, Florida, just down the road, about 40 minutes or so from Okeechobee, but he's over there every day, you know, uh, working at Roland Martins. Well, before we put the Bassmaster Radio Phoenix back on the trailer, let's take a look at some news and notes from around the pond. I hope you've had an opportunity to watch the cast on FS1. It's been airing on Saturday mornings. Hope you got your DVR set for that. It has been outstanding. What a great history lesson uh, of all of the history of bass, starting with Ray Scott and going through the great anglers and the great characters that have made up bass over the years. Now, if you're looking for the best in sublimated fishing jerseys for this upcoming season, the best in the business as far as I'm concerned, is Valley Fashions. They have all the major logos and they will set up your artwork for you. Uh, they'll also uh, get your jerseys turned around very quickly. Valley Fashions has incredible stock designs or they'll work with you on a custom design. It's Valley Fashions. They have done our jerseys at Bassmaster Radio for the last several years and I couldn't be happier. Just visit vfoutdoors.com to get your order started today. Long sleeve, short sleeve, hoodies, and more. It's all at vfoutdoors.com. And don't forget to get yourself registered and get ready to go for Rapala Fantasy Fishing. It won't be long before the elites get started and you want to get hooked up in Rapala's Fantasy Fishing. Join the Beat Bassmaster Radio group as well to win great prizes. Now remember, if you miss any of this week's show, it's always just a click away at bassmaster.com forward slash radio, or you can just visit bassmaster.com and click on the anglers page and you'll see a Bassmaster Radio listed right there and click on that and it'll take you right to the site. So until next time, keep those lines tight and that's heavy. I'm Tom Abraham and this has been Phoenix Boats Bassmaster Radio on the Bassmaster Radio Network.